Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Wilson. I am your Franciscan Parisian host, Jay Wilson, and Brian Wilson is absent this week. Um, I'm in Paris, and I couldn't be bothered to call him over a six-hour time difference, so this week, Kelly and I are going to come at you with a update status report and assessment of the first half of our Paris trip 2023 to visit Aaron as she is abroad in Europe, mostly Paris. But um, yeah, so on this week we talk about traveling to Paris, what we've done thus far, um, the parts we've liked, the parts we've disliked, and our recent further travel to the coastal city of Etretat. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I, I never say that one right. There's some France words that I can get all right, but this is not one of them. But anyhow, listen along for mine and Kelly's exploits in France. And apparently Kelly's very hungry right now. <laughs> I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, but her tummy growled super loud right when we started recording. But um, We'll put it at the end. Anyway, so Brian's not on the pod today. Although, I guess we could have called him, but we didn't consult him. This is just Jay and Kelly today. But, um, Brian and I have actually haven't recorded for a couple weeks, but I'm sure you didn't notice because we banked quite a few episodes before we left. Um, but, Kelly and I are recording one episode on the road, talking about the first half of our trip to Paris. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to recap the first few days. Well, let's just jump right into it. Um, so, day one... What do you think about the travels? Because getting here was a task. Yeah. Um, well, we started in Midland, Michigan, and we got to the airport way earlier than we needed to. Yeah. So apparently we figured we'd be flying out of Detroit, but then we got a cheaper flight out of Midland, which we didn't see coming. But Yeah. Um, yeah. Midland Airport, not much going on. Yeah. I think it was like six gates, maybe. Well, we had a very tense discussion over a gate versus a terminal. Um, I think... One terminal? One terminal, six gates. Mm. Um, but we got there, what, two hours before our flight? Two and a half hours before our flight? And I think it took us a grand total of like ten minutes to do checked bags, security, and get to our gate. Yeah, it was like we walked up and they were just like, hi, and we were the only ones. Yep. And it just was very silly. Yep, so it was um, like, okay, we now have two hours to kill in this airport before we go to the next airport for six hours. Yeah, so it was a lot of waiting around, um, but I mean, we didn't really want to wager on the flight because it was very expensive, but um, after that, the, what do you think of like the flight? Because that was the longest flight you've ever been on, I think, right? Um... Yeah, it was only a little bit longer than another one I've had, but it was... How the, long was the Hawaii flight? The Hawaii flight, I want to say, was like seven hours, maybe six. Like okay. it, it was a decent... So it was like, comparable. Yeah, like there was an in-flight meal, and you had the movie screen in front of you, and mm-hmm. I think I watched like at least two movies. Um, but this was the first one that I had that was like a red eye. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. We were in like the very back row before a set of bathrooms and the seats didn't like recline at all like we heard the bathroom flush every time yeah um so that was not the best yeah that's like a 
subtle form of torture is just having to sit straight up when you really want to go to sleep. Yeah, that was a bummer. I think the best I slept is when we, like, crisscrossed laying on each other's laps a little bit. Like when we would take turns? Yeah, when we, okay. like, took turns. Um, but, yeah, even then I don't think I slept very much. Yeah, that was not fun. Um, what was fun was the free wine that came with the meals. Oh, yeah, I was very <laughs> excited about the wine. It was... Yeah. I. Last time I did a flight, I did get wine, but I don't know if they gave me two glasses. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. They came around before dinner, and then after they passed out dinner, came around again. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. Um, but once we got there, um, Aaron messed at the airport, which was very nice. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't have to make our way to, like, the the metro. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, we went to her house, and her apartment is really cool. I mm-hmm. like it a lot. Yep, I really like the patio space. Yeah, it, the like, patio did not seem cool over FaceTime calls, but, like, so cool. Yeah, it's got to be the best feature about that apartment. It, like, doubles the living space. Yeah. And it's so nice. Whenever we sat out there, it didn't feel like there were any mosquitoes, except for, like, one night. And Aaron commented that that was unusual. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool, just to, like, have an outdoor-indoor living space crossover. Yeah, and, like, there's no AC, so, like, she'll leave all the windows open a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, constantly breezes through. Yeah. You feel like you're outside even when you're inside, kind of, sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then she can see the Eiffel Tower right from her apartment. And yeah. And we get to see Twinkle Time. Oh, yeah. Every, uh, after dark, every hour on the hour. The I didn't know this, but the Eiffel Tower, like, twinkles for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And, uh... So we're always very excited for Twinkle Time because in the summer it only does it like one or t- once or twice because it gets dark so late. But mm-hmm. Twinkle Time has been a highlight for sure. Um, but yeah, so that first day we didn't do much. We walked around a little bit. Um, yeah. But Saw we were like cool exhausted. Yeah, because yeah. we had been up for like 30 hours Yeah. or something. But um, anyhow, day two was sort of the big start because we, Aaron and I had gone to her weekend, but we like had a day in Paris that we were wanting to spend. So... We, like, did most of the touristy stuff that day because we didn't want to drag Aaron along on that. Yep. So we did the whole, like, Eiffel Tower scene where we took the cute pictures. Mm -hmm. We saw the various vendors trying to sell trinkets and that kind of stuff. People trying to come up and draw us. Yeah. Like one of their French girls. (laughs) I think that had the potential to be cool, but there was no telling, like how long it would take and how much she would charge, but... Oh, I didn't consider it for a moment. <laughs> oh, I thought it looked cool. But anyways. Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> what do we do? We, uh, we like, walked past the Louvre. Yeah, we did the Hotel Invalide. We um, saw... The, the big fancy bridge. the trail. Yep. Um, we had our cute little picnic in the park. Yeah, we ate a meat stick and some cheese. Yeah. Like, the first two or three days, 80% of our food was just, like, cheese, meat stick, bread. Yeah. Like, if you're lactose intolerant, this is a bad place to go. And if you're gluten intolerant, because, like, Ooh. the bread's awesome. Yeah. It's like, that's what, okay, um, weird thing, like, I don't know, just different about living in Paris, from at least the perspective of watching Aaron do it, um... Like, everything, well, one, it's very walkable. Like, everything's really close. There's, like, a billion grocery stores, a billion, like, (laughs) Brian and I had a joke where it was like, oh, I'm out of bread, gotta go to the bread store. Like, oh, I'm out of, like, we're out of, like, orange juice, gotta go to the orange juice store. And, like, basically Mm -hmm. everything you could possibly have. But it kind of is like that in some ways where it's like there's a bunch of, uh, what are they called? Oh, boulangeries. Those are like the bakeries. So there's like a bunch of bakeries, a bunch of butcheries, a bunch of boucheries. 
patisseries. Patisserie. Yeah, so like they have like a lot of specialized stores, and there's like a billion of them all yeah. over the place. Um, well, like the grocery stores, they're not. Yeah, they're not like Kroger or Meyer where it's huge. Yeah. It's like okay, you have a choice between like two different kinds of peanut butter. Like I would say, comparable selection size as Aldi. And like store size to Aldi. Yeah. But like that's but the, it, the, it just, it, it, the biggest is Aldi. Yeah, and they the biggest is Aldi, and then it's just like it still feels like it has everything you're looking for though. Yeah, but um. Um. But the fridges are a lot smaller. Yeah, like Aaron's fridge is a lot smaller, and the one at our Airbnb is small. I don't know if yeah. everybody's is, but like... I would imagine all the apartments in Paris from, you know, the one that I've been in, um, they're probably fairly small. Yeah, like Aaron has to buy groceries, like, every couple days, yeah. from what it sounds like, but... But honestly, that doesn't seem like it's all that much of a extension of effort, because it's like you walk past them most days anyway. Yeah, I guess, like, if you're out and about, but... That would get kind of annoying. Although, I don't know. It's also sort of a function of, like, yes, they have amazing bread, but, like, it goes stale in, like, two days. So you need to eat it. Mm-hmm. So then you're out of bread every two days. But anyways, so that's kind of interesting. Um, I, first thing of, like, just traveling around those first couple days was that, one, France has got the water situation way more figured out. At least Paris does. Yeah. Because going around in Spain and Portugal, couldn't find public water ever. And, like, bathrooms almost never. But then in Paris, it's like public water fountains all over the place. Really good water. And then um, they had public restrooms that were free and like cleaned themselves between every use. Yeah, which I'm not totally sold on that because I don't know. Is it cleaning like with soap or like with a UV light or is it just spraying water everywhere? Because like when I walked in after the clean cycle, Mm -hmm. it was just like wet everywhere. And I was like, is this... Clean water? Yeah, no. Well, because, yeah, so that, I I mean, I don't really care about that. That was, like, the fact that it was free was more than enough for me. But then also, in some ways, they don't have it figured out. Because we went to, like, a cool bar with Aaron on day three. And <laughs> there were, like, car- we went to the, like, it, yeah. the water closets near the near the facilities. It was, it was a really cool bar. It was, like, they had a bar space, but then in the back, it was, like... Best iced coffee ever. Yeah, it was pretty good. But in the back, it was, like, an abandoned... Um, train station and they were like setting up for a thing that we thought we were going to go see but apparently like it hadn't started it didn't start for hours so we were just like kind of hanging out at the bar but it was like they had set up restrooms for it and they were like literally cardboard boxes and then just like a bucket yeah it was a seat over the bucket but then like it was weird because all of the directions were also in French, so it'd be like, oh, I can look at the pictograms and be like, okay, so it wants me to put a cup of something in this toilet. Yeah, it's like you would, like, it showed you, like, oh, somebody going to the bathroom and then pouring cup into toilet. And you're just like, what? And then you go outside and you realize they have, like, a bucket of sawdust. Yeah, so it's like, oh, are you supposed to... Like, what am I, a cat? Yeah, well, it's <laughs> like, am I supposed to, like, take the cup in there with me, use the bathroom, and then pour it in? Or is it like, can and I use the bathroom, go out and get a cup, and then pour it like in? Like, an absolutely no attempt at, like, hand sanitation. Yeah, there... Yeah. I feel like most, like, porta-potties in the U.S., at least attempt to either have hand sanitizer... They at least have a spot for it. Yeah, where it's like, oh, even if it ran out, there's still, like, a thought I'm behind... just, like, rub sawdust on myself. Yeah. So that was odd. Somebody really got angry when I started just, like, peeing directly into the sawdust bucket. <laughs> they didn't like that at all. All but, clumped um, together. Yeah. But, uh... And then, but then they did have a scoop prepared. They were ready for yeah. the situation. Too. Well, and something else that was odd about that place... So we went and ordered the iced coffees. Mm-hmm. Or the cafe glacé. Ole. Ole with milk. Um... 
But then you had to put a deposit in on the cups you were using. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah. I don't feel that like that's sense. normal from where I've been elsewhere. But they want you to have like a euro on the glass. Like, I guess you don't try to steal it. Which, I mean, makes sense. They were cool looking They should glasses. do. Like, stealing glasses. I, would, I If I they hadn't like made me deposit a euro, I would have taken it. Honestly, I'd pay a euro for those glasses. I should, we just should have taken them. Well, we'll have to go back. It was really good iced coffee, so I'd go back. But... <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyhow, so that was cool. Um, that same day, we went to... So Kelly and I planned this whole trip, and then we didn't realize that we were going to be here for Bastille Day, which is mm-hmm. like the biggest French holiday, apparently. Yeah. Um, but that was really cool. We um, we went to this spot where we could see the Eiffel Tower pretty well, and then we like saw this really cool fireworks show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it probably was the coolest fireworks I've seen, because they were firing them directly from the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, that's what we talked about. I thought that... like. Because I had been to 4th of July in Washington, D.C. a few times. And I think that was more fireworks. But then this one was cooler because, like, yeah, they were firing it from the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. A lot of inventive shapes. They did some hearts. Yeah. Um, other well, shapes. And the they Eiffel were projecting Tower, onto the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, yeah, the Eiffel Tower was changing colors with the fireworks show, which I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, Another thing about the experience that I thought was tons of fun is, like, France doesn't care if you're, like, drinking in public. Oh, yeah. That's huge. Yeah. (laughs) So we, like, packed a bottle of wine and some cups and then sat on this blanket on this, like, patch of boulevard. Yeah. Right by the street where, like, cops are walking, people are everywhere, but, like, Nobody gives a shit if you drink wine anywhere. Yeah, which, like was really cool whenever we did a picnic it was like bottle of wine let's do it yeah especially because like france has a bunch of wine that you can get like pretty cheap like maybe five euro that's still really good yeah no it's been it's been good wine and that's that's one of the freeing things of this trip i think is just deciding to drink a whole bottle of wine at any time yeah i think with the drop of a hat we've drank at least one bottle of wine per day every day except for one did we drink a bottle of wine yesterday that's the day i'm thinking of that i don't think we no wait we had a beach day we drank wine with lunch at the beach oh yeah yeah so we just it's really just a like a meal supply just like oh we'll get a bottle of wine Mm -hmm. um but so that's been fun um what else we day four uh woke up and ran with Erin. that was cool she was showing me like the park that she likes where she's learning french um and we went thrifting in the afternoon that was cool Mm -hmm. got a cool shirt you got to Introduce Aaron to boba tea. Oh, yeah. I've been introducing people to boba tea, bubble tea, milk tea. Um, goes by many names, but Kelly liked it. Aaron liked it. This is probably the best bubble tea that I've had. I, I guess Paris nailed it. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset by getting more boba tea. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll just run back day four with Ben when we get back. Yeah. Well, I think we could try a different thrift store. Different thrift store. Same boba, maybe. Maybe we could try another crack at speaking French. That's the thing is that Kelly and I have been picking up French kind of. Yeah, well, enough to know the the lines that we're supposed to say. But then if there's any variation, it goes south. Yeah, which like almost always they say something. So then it's like what's bad is that we're getting really good at at a few lines, like starting the conversation. Mm -hmm. And we're only getting more so. We're getting to the point where it's like we'll say something and then they'll be like, oh, I, like from the bonjour, they can tell that we are, not, are native. not native. But I think that we give off the vibe that maybe we've learned some French, even though we haven't. So then they're just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and then we're just like, ah, and then they're just like, yeah, English, and we're just like, yes, and they're just like, okay. So like, I almost feel like it'd be easier to just not pretend like we know any French. But then it's like, 
a lot of interactions you can get through with the few words of French we know. Yeah, like a lot of the shops that we went to, it's like oh bonjour. It just was like bonjour, walk in, look around, pick what you want, and then you go to the the front and you'd be like, je prends, je prends, like je prends. I don't, like, like you like, just be yeah. like, I want this. Yeah, and then and then they'll say something and you hand them however much. Money. That's the thing is guessing the amount of money you need to give them is always a I, game. It's not a problem for me at least because usually I look at the price before I even go to the register, so mm-hmm. I know how much it is, and it's super awesome that there's not tax so there's not like a guessing game of well it says this is it gonna be a little bit more with tax um and then like at the grocery store they'll have the display right in front of you that yeah, tells so you how fine. much but but yeah so that's been interesting but then i don't know as far as like and we'll talk a little bit about this at the end but like i think there's like normal language anxiety i don't think like france is particularly hostile or anything. Um, I wouldn't say that they're hostile, no. But anyways, so then what else did we do? Day five, um, that was our first full day with Ben. Ben got back at the end of day four. So then day five, went to a cool market that was like, apparently Aaron said, like, this is where the French people get the groceries. Like, we don't come here a lot, but like, French people get a ton of stuff here. Like, yeah. this is here like three times yeah, a week. Yeah, it was like fish, meat, produce. They All had sorts shoes. of stuff. I'm sure they had milk. Oh, yeah, they had cheese. They got ammo. They had everything. But um, Ben, it was fun watching Ben talk to all the vendors because he's, like, pretty good at French. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we were walking around looking at stuff. And um, it seemed like an interesting array of things that they were getting. Like, I guess these are things that Ben and Aaron have decided that they like. But we got, like, olive paste. Mm-hmm. That was, like, ground-up olives. But, no, they said it wasn't that. It was close to it. Yeah. But then um, they got, like... The sun-dried tomatoes. Sun-dried tomatoes in oil. Um, unpitted olives. Uh, figs. Figs. Game changer. Figs are amazing. What else did we get? We got two different kinds of cheese. We got cheeses. We got, we bread. got breads. We got the patisserie. Um, what else did we get? I don't know. A meat stick. There was there. A meat stick was present. Um, but anyhow, so then we went to a park and like laid out our spread. That was my favorite picnic of the trip. It was uh, so yeah, good. That was a very good one. The oh we got like little tomatoes full of tuna I didn't really like those that much no I I wasn't a huge fan but the tomatoes were amazing the yep. figs were amazing yep the olive paste I really liked it it was good I don't think I loved it as much as you that was as much as I've enjoyed whole um, unpitted olives I really enjoyed those I yeah they were good I don't know if I'm a big olive connoisseur but oh, all of them anyways okay. <laughs> yeah, stop talking. <laughs> We're done with that. All um, right. But, uh, yeah. We Switch went, parks. Went to, to a garage our, sale. Yep. Switch parks to go to the garage sale outside of it, and then also find a different place to sit and eat our patisserie. Those were good. Yep. Lots of very delicate tarts and things. Yep. We tried this place for their, their lemon tart. Because Aaron said the other one we had was garbage. Yeah, we had one on the day that we were, like, going to thrift stores with Aaron, and she said, like, it was too much like a lemon head, and it wasn't. She would take us to get somewhere where yeah. it was, like, really good. Yeah. And so that's where we went this time. And these were very good. They were very good. Um, Aaron completely passed out in that park. Yeah. She took a, <laughs> a big old snooze. Hard nap. Um, um, and then we played ping pong in a park. They had mm-hmm. a bunch of, like, public ping pong tables. Yeah. We wanted to play foosball, but that table's taken. Yeah. Um, we, like, Aaron also will collect, like, leaves and flowers and press them. Oh, uh, yeah. So we, all four of us were, like, 
on the walk back looking at different bushes and collecting leaves. And... Yeah, because Aaron said she's going to make something for us. Yeah, which I'm excited about that. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, so then we had dinner, and then day six was our big day that Kelly and I were just like, all right, we want to be gone for these days because Aaron needs to work during the day and we don't want to be like a burden. So then mm-hmm. we went to Altreta. I yeah. don't know how to say this. Etretat? Etretat. It's in Normandy. It's, it's a in, coastal yeah. town. But uh, it was recommended by Natalie. Shout out, Natalie. Um, but we were really nervous because we had to, like, take the metro to the train station. Yeah. Take the train to a city near here, then get on a bus to go to Etretat. Yep. Well, and, like, even the metros, it was, like, we had to do a transfer. We went from, mm-hmm. like, a 6 to the 13 had to yeah. get off at our stop. A lot of travel going yeah. on. And then the train station we were at. Ginormous. It was like going to an airport. It yeah. was insane. It Like you got off the metro and you're walking through the tunnels. And I was picturing like, oh, maybe Midland airport size place where there'd be a couple different spots. But no. it's Ginormous structure. It's an airport. Yeah. And it was so very stressful when you don't speak French. Yeah, so we were, like, just trying to make sure that we were, like, at the right place. But then there's something I feel, like, scary about trains where it's, like, they'll close the door and leave right in front of you. It's like an airplane. It's, like, there's pretty, like, hard, fast lines where it's, like, oh, we're at the place. They're going to tell us to get on, and then we're going to get on. Here it's, Mm -hmm. like, oh, like, yeah, go get on the train. Yeah, like, (laughs) like we had hoped to get to the train station 45 minutes before our train left and like by time the whole rigmarole was done we got there maybe 20 25 minutes before the train took off the train pulled out um took off it just tilted up and (laughs) yeah but um but then it's like okay jay had mentioned something about like they won't even let you board the train until like two minutes before so then i saw people like going through the gate and boarding like right away uh, and i was like oh my goodness are they Boarding for a different train, like if we got yeah, on we this got, train, would it, it pull was, away and we'd go to the wrong place? So or... that was very nerve wracking, but everything worked out perfectly fine. Yeah, we um, got on the train; it was all good. Yeah, we made and it to the bus stop. Since then, we've just kind of been chilling here. This has been like, it's nice because it's like a super small town. Like you probably like go for a jog, and in like twenty minutes, just see like the whole town essentially. Yeah, but um, or at least make like a lap. Mm-hmm. But so it's really small. It's like a coastal town. Maybe we'll put some like pictures on the Instagram of this town yeah but um it's like really cool like big like jaw-dropping cliffs and then yeah. a beach that is perhaps the dumbest beach i've ever been to um i um i think it's really cool that you get to see all the cliffs while you're on your beach like, day the water's nice it's very clear yeah everything's great about it except for the fact that there the, is liter- no sand. literally the beach is dumb like yeah, it's the, a bunch of rocks it's just rocks which i've been at very beaches. round rocks yeah i've been at beaches i wouldn't even say they're that round like they hurt but, like, the, the varying sizes. Like, some sections of the beach will be, like, a bunch of, like, baseball-sized rocks. And other yep. ones will be, like, a bunch of, like, quarter-sized rocks. Yep. But it's all rocks. It is all rocks. And it's really dumb because then it's, like, I need to wear my shoes. But then the type of shoes that I have, the straps, when they're wet, they, like, stay wet for a while. Like, they mm-hmm. definitely can get wet. Yeah, so I just kind of, when I want to go in the water, I brave it, but it really hurts. And then, like, when you're hanging out on the beach, like, reading a book, you're just, like, laying on rocks. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I tried to go in the ocean without my shoes on, but then I'm standing there, and the waves, like, you know how it brushes sand against, like, your ankles? I never feet? got that. I had that. Was, I was like, standing the... there today, and I was like, I'm getting pelted in the top of the foot with these rocks, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, no, so the rocks are a no for me. Yeah, but, but the cliffs the, the, are... The beach is beautiful. Yeah, the cliffs are amazing. Um... I would recommend, I think, the length of stay that we have here being... Like, what, three days? Three full days? 
Monday. Yeah, four nights. Tuesday, Wednesday. We got Three here nights. Monday. We're leaving on Thursday. So yeah, that amount amount of time, I think it's, it's all you need in Metro Town. It is plenty because there's only so much you can do. There's like the beach and the cliffs. It's it like looks a, like there's shops. a big golf course that maybe is like a big attraction for people. Yeah. Um, but then it's like little shops, the little river, not Food. river walk, um, board ocean walk, walk board yeah. walk thing. Um, there is a garden that we're going to try to go to tomorrow that apparently is yeah. gorgeous and beautiful. Yeah. But, but there's been a nice respite because it's like, I feel like when you go to Europe, it's like there's a lot of pressure to like be go, go, go and see mm-hmm. everything. But then like here, it's like there's not much to see. So it's like, okay, let's chill out yeah, and so like, gather ourselves. Yeah. This morning was a little bit rainy, so it's like, okay, we'll stay inside, we'll play some cards, and we'll just, like, chill. Yeah. It's so been, I've re- I've really it's been refreshing. It. Yeah. But, um, so then, that's pretty much where we're at now. We had, like, we had our one big dinner last night that wasn't that yeah. good, but the location was amazing. There was music, and it was beautiful. Yep. Um, um tried Escargo. That was good. I think Escargo is overhyped. I feel like it's one of those Do you think foods. it's overhyped? I feel like it's just like mentioned and then everyone's just like, oh, they eat snails. And we're just like, yeah, they eat snails. Well, I guess the fact that everyone's like, they eat snails and everyone who comes here also wants to eat the snails, I think makes it in my head as though Escargo is supposed to be good. Really? And this, it wasn't bad. I put I would, it on the level of like oysters where it's just like a thing that people do and like, I'm going to try it. I was expecting it to be better than it was. It wasn't bad. It just like... It was like eating mussels. Like, yeah, it was just like, it just, a, oh, a little, a little, little sea nibble. Yeah, and it didn't have a ton of flavor. It was more so about, like, the butter and garlic that they cooked it with, which, okay. A lot take, of things are that. <laughs> hot take, French cuisine. They're really good at bread, really good at patisseries. I'm not impressed with the other options. Yeah, I don't think we've sampled the best that French cuisine has to offer, but we haven't had the greatest, like, large-scale dinners. It's been, like, really good, like, snacking. Yeah, great but, snacking. Love the cheese. But uh, but then today for dinner we had kebab and that was delicious. It was so good. So good. So I think we might get that to take on the train for dinner tomorrow. We'll see. Because I loved it. The guy was really nice and I liked him. I think the bar's pretty low for really nice. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's just more like, so not about the other person being nice. It's about how awkward I feel at the end of it. Yeah, I guess that's a big part of it. It's like, oh, that was only a little bit awkward and the guy was like kind of going along with it being awkward like he kind of laughed and yeah like it's just nice to be encouraged yeah but uh yeah i don't know so that's kind of how i feel about that the only other thing is that our ice cream escapades have been a little weird i i like ice cream very much hot take um cold take you might say (laughs) but uh no so we get the ice cream at the grocery store yesterday day four um, yes, we got it yesterday because the plan was to go out for dinner and then come back and have ice cream. And the freezer doesn't work. Yeah. It's I like mean, it's like, a little it's a little cubby inside the fridge. Yep, because everything's small. Um, but yeah, there's like frost on the lower shelf, but then it doesn't actually freeze things. So, so it's the like, ice cream was it's soupy. Just, it's just more fridge. Yeah, it was so sad. I was so then, immensely excited Yeah. for this coffee-flavored ice cream. So, we've been trying to troubleshoot it. We put it in a very shallow plate now to hopefully freeze it. Yep, so hopefully... And it's kind of working. Hopefully tonight will be a good ice cream night, yeah, but... but that's that's the other big development. Um, aside from that, yeah, we're just kind of going to have our last little day in Etretat tomorrow and then head back to Paris for the last stint. But mm-hmm. I just kind of wanted to touch on some bigger picture traveling things here towards the end of the episode. So, 
I think the big thing, the big takeaway for me is that um, I think I get frustrated with international travel because language barriers stress me out a lot. And it's like, I don't see a lot of the payoff of going somewhere very far away just that you don't know the language. Because, like, yes, you can see cool things, experience different culture, but, like, within the um, continental United States, it's like there's so many different foods and stuff and different sights to see and culture to experience. That's like, why do I need to go someplace where I don't know the language? And it's really scary and stressful. Um, I kind of disagree. Like, I agree it's stressful to not know the language, and it is something where it's, like, kind of anxiety-based, where it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to read these signs, or, like, is this announcement on the train pertaining to me? Like, I, and I, you can't talk to anybody. Yeah, and, like, I get that that's stressful because it does stress me out. But also, like, you don't get to, like, talk to the people. Like, you don't get to, like... I'd, like, I love interacting with the people and being like, hey, how are you? Like, I'm totally what's okay. the story about this place? Yeah, I'm totally okay not interacting with the people. That's not a empty hole for me. But I think it is really cool, especially all of, like... The architecture here is so much different than anywhere I've ever been in the U.S. Um, and I feel like I've been a fair number of places, but it's amazing. And then it's also, like, very historical where, like, I enjoy reading a lot of things about, like, World War II. And that's really cool to actually get to, like, see these things in picture and be like, wow, what if I was alive at that time? Like, would it be the same? And, like, it is very cool. And then, like, the cultural differences in the way of life I think was worth any stress coming along with a language barrier and I think Europe does a better job of teaching people to be bilingual so it's like yes certainly yes it's like yes we have a barrier with language but also people here do speak English yeah but uh, yeah I don't know it's just I I don't know it stresses me out to a point where I'm just like this is frustrating um but yeah, I don't know. It just that's that's the only like negative I would say for me. Yeah, I mean, I was stressed at dinner when we had to like point at the menu. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I was like, I feel stupid having to point and be like, I want this. This is what I want. And then after the waiter walked away, I was like, Gosh, I really hope they bring me what I think I'm getting and like what yeah. I ordered. Or like <laughs> we were laughing. It's like somebody walks up to you and you're just like, Bonjour. And then the, you have an interaction, and then they leave, and you're just like, oh, I just said good morning, and it's like <laughs> freaking six. The bonsoir versus bonjour. Yeah, we always have a few erroneous bonjours before we remember that it's bonsoir o'clock. Yep. But, um, but yeah, so that's that's been one thing. Um, but I don't know. We have plans since coming here that... We have decided we need to learn French, mm-hmm. also learn swing dancing. Yes, I think swing dancing looks so whimsical and fun and that people can just, like, do it and flow with the music. Yeah. So if we learn, like, baseline steps. I think it'd be then, great. Yeah, they always look so I think happy. it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, so that'd be fun. And then I'm going to learn to make French baguettes, and I guess Kelly's going to learn to make patisserie. Yeah, I think, okay. I think it's going to be very difficult. I don't <laughs> think I'm going to have patisserie at the level of, you know, a French patisserie. But I think it'd be really cool to be like, hey, I can make one bean lemon tart and maybe like two other things where it's like, these are in my repertoire of baking. Yeah. And then once we get all that down, we're going to move to Paris. Yes. I think we'll get the families on board, pack bags, move to Paris. Mm -hmm. 
So that's the haps with Jay and Kelly. But um, yeah. Yeah. We got seven more days in Paris. I yep. Don't I... quite understand that right now. Yeah. What's your What's your bud? What are you hoping to enjoy? Oh, yeah. we, we were doing the flower, the thorn, and the bud. Yep. So I think so far the whole trip, I'm gonna say the flower has been probably seeing my sister and like getting to. I don't know. I really enjoy like living the lifestyles, so, like coming into town and like hanging out with Aaron, like having the picnics in the park. Like I don't really care about like going to see the Eiffel Tower necessarily. So that stuff has like kind of been the biggest highlight for me, like spending the quality time and like I don't know, getting a taste of the lifestyle. Um, my thorn has obviously been language barriers because those just always stress me out. Um, but then my bud, I would say, is. Getting more of that quality time, but then um, Ben's and Aaron's friends are going to be in town too, so we're just going to have sort of like a bigger group doing like, I like talking to people and like having the fun times of just like enjoying the people who I'm there to see. So that's my bud is like having that barbecue perhaps that they were talking about. Mm. Um, How about you? I think my flower was probably... The day that we did all the tourist stuff, like, it was really amazing to, like, see all of the picturesque places that you see in movies. And, like, I really enjoyed you and I, like, walking through the park outside the Louvre because we got to, like, there were a lot of people around, but you still could, like, find little spots that are yours. And, like, we walked through the different, um, like, bush maze thing. Like, it was... You really liked the bush mazes? Well, I didn't like that you lost me. That was stressful. I was doing a joke, and then Kelly got lost. <laughs> um, yeah, so Jay is the only phone that actually works over here. And if I get separated, I'm just kind of, like, left high and dry. And Jay was weaving in and out of bushes trying to lose me and was Wait. successful. He did lose me. I we, are, we didn't line up on what we thought I was doing. And then you... Left the bushes. Yeah, because I... <laughs> I was like, if I leave this spot where Kelly and I were, she's screwed. And I was hoping... You immediately beelined out of the bushes. Well, I was hoping that you would stay in the bushes, and I saw, like, a little hill right next to the bushes, and I thought, Jay's tall. If I stand on the top of this hill, maybe I can see the top of his head over these bush hedges. And we're recording this podcast now, so you know it worked out fine. <laughs> yeah, I eventually found the tall Wilson boy yeah. who tried to run. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the title of my um, autobiography. Yeah, um, but then my thorn. I I think the biggest thorn is like the stress of trying to find that first train coming to Edgertot. <laughs> That was really bad for you. It, yeah, it really was. Because we took all the metros, and like on the metros, it's like, okay, you have to know what the end of the line is on the direction you're trying to go so that you can find the right metro. Yeah. And that was fine. It was when the metro ended, and we were just at this massive metro train station, station yeah. where it was like, oh my gosh, I have no idea where we're going, and everything's in French. Yeah. And... It was very stressful. And so, like, we're walking around, and Jay starts walking in one direction. I was like, are you sure this is the way we're supposed to go? And he's just like, no. <laughs> it's like, our train leaves in half an hour, and we're not sure yeah, we're where we are. Right <laughs> and but, then eventually um, it was like, oh, La Havre, that's going to be on the train line that we're going to. So, like, let's follow that. And eventually we found it, so it worked out. But I didn't like the stress. It stresses me out to mm-hmm. miss trains and planes and... 
everything else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that but worked then, out fine. My bud, I would say, I'm very excited for us to go into the Louvre. Um, yeah, I know, I'm excited about the Louvre. Yeah, so our museum days are kind of the ending of the trip. So yeah. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna we're get in. to do that. And I I love art museums, so that's exciting for me. Yeah, I'm very excited to go to the Louvre. I I think art is really cool because I'm bad at it, <laughs> and it's amazing when other people are really good. Yeah, I found that I'm not as impressed by just just the art. I like good art. Don't get me wrong. But then, like, if I get if I can get a plaque about the artist <laughs> and what the what the art's supposed to represent, I love reading about that stuff. So I'm excited, and maybe that's my bud. That's your bud. But anyhow. Move. Multiple buds, but yeah. but bud, um, that's all we got for you on yeah. today's podcast. So, yeah, uh, yeah we've mm-hmm. kind we're kind of trying to what? Well, I was just thinking like all the different wines that we've gotten to try. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> I liked. Uh, yeah, no, I really can't remember any specific names. Well, okay. This That's, is why you always pick up the wines. Everyone's been very impressed with your wine selections. I didn't like the one Lambrusco that we got the night of Bastille Day. Oh, yeah? We didn't drink it on Bastille Day. We drank it the next day. But I didn't like that one. I was disappointed. Yeah, but okay. all the other ones, very good. Big fan of the Chablis and all the Gewurztraminers. Yeah, the Gewurztraminers have been a hit. Yeah. But anyhow. Big fan. That's all we got for you this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We're trying to keep more consistent even along this dynamic time of Jay and Kelly Paris 2023. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to email into the podcast, that's weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at weeklywilsonpod or Twitter at weeklywilsonpod. We've been active on the Instagram. We've been good stuff coming out there, so I don't feel bad plugging it anymore. But check us out there until the end of next week, unless otherwise noted. My name's Jay Wilson. Your name is Kelly. Yep. <laughs> and this has been the Weekly Wilson. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, wait, you gotta go back. <laughs>